So, Sean, I got a uh, Facebook message just recently. Congratulations. Somebody's asking me, hey, what were you throwing the other day at that blind draw because so-and-so really liked your bags? And I said, the power dragon from Dragon Bags, guaranteed to make you a better thrower. So why not jump on the train and go over to dragonbags.com and grab yourself a set today. I know they just had a launch of the Gina Ramirez series. Um, again, I'm sure more will be coming out, so I, I'm not sure if it's sold out or not. But if it hasn't, go get yourself some now because they're a hot bag, as well as every other bag in their arsenal. They're phenomenal. So why don't you do yourself a favor? Science. Head over to Dragon Bags. That's with a Z. Dot com. Drop code BIGASP12 at checkout and up your game today. Cornhole. Big ass cornhole. We hope you throw it straight. And nothing but four baggers from here on out. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are with you as always. Dane, what's going on, man? Ooh, wee! Oh. Doing well, all right. Are you doing all right? Yeah, doing all right. All right, good for you, man. Wow. Just, you know, I don't wanted, really, to, wanted to try to jazz it up. Don't uh, really have anything to say, um, but just so uh, let's just move on to the next segment, Dane. Do what you do best. Yep. Ho, ho! What you drinking? Thank you. We moved right along, Sean. That was beautiful. <laughs> So we got uh, Troeg's Brewing, independent brewing. I'm sorry. Ooh. It's called Hapora. Hapora. It's an IPA. They, you surprise, seem to like surprise. it. Surprise, I do quite like <laughs> it, um, as there's three in front of me right now. It's only 6.2%, um, but it's a very drinkable, delightful IPA. We consider that show prep. Indeed, yeah. I mean, you gotta gotta wet your whistle before the you have creative on the mic. juices flowing, if you will. One thousand percent. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And I'm able to enjoy these beverages on a Monday night while watching the national college championship. <coughs> Screw Michigan. Uh, and the only reason I can do that, knowing I have to work tomorrow morning, is that there's delightful cornhole coffee waiting for me up in the cabinet. Really is. It's the morning pick me up that uh. we all need. So why don't you join me? And get that little sweet kick. Or if you need that little 2 p.m. pick-me-up, why not get some cornhole coffee in your system? Did you drink too much at your cornhole event? Cornhole coffee the following morning. There's Guys. just nothing like that first cup of coffee exactly. in the morning. It cleans out your system. And it, it, it makes my heart smile knowing that you know I'm supporting someone that also loves the cornhole community. Your heart, smile can, your heart can smile too. Yeah, make really your can. heart smile. Wow. I don't know if that's really possible um, scientifically, but... I like to think it is. Right? I mean, Sean's the doctor, so you heard it here first. So go over to cornholecoffee.com, drop code BIGASP at checkout, and get yourself some beans today. And don't forget, drink, focus, throw. All right, folks, we have more audio gold planned for you all today. Um, We have plenty of dramatic readings. We are going to touch on some stuff that we watched um, in the ACO uh, major mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Owensboro, right? Owensboro, yeah. Owensboro, and then we are going to kind of reflect a little bit on the Jason Maletta interview, just a little bit, touch, just touch the base a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll just I mean? we'll, we'll tickle the taint a little bit. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, but before we get into anything else, we're going to let you know what's going on in our cornhole lives. A segment we call in and around the hole. You too good for your home. Answer me. 
All right, folks, we've been telling you for years, stop throwing ugly bags stop because it. if you do, your heart is not going to be happy. All right. So if you want to make it smile, just start your day off with cornhole coffee and then throw blackjack cornhole bags on the court. What? If you go to blackjackcornhole.com, you get free shipping, amazing customer service, and a sexy set of bags. You mm. might get a hug from Troy. You just never know. Mm. Go to blackjackcornhole.com, grab your stuff today, and if you use code BIGASP, you're going to save yourself 10%. Pew, pew. And don't forget about black sheep baggers. Oh, we didn't. Them, oh, we didn't. We didn't. I'm, I'm talking Sean. about them right now. <laughs> we didn't. They're right here. Sorry so if, if you're, it's yeah, all right. You're, if you're in the market for a new set of bags, consider checking out black sheep baggers. Our personal favorite, Costello X. All right. So if you like a hybrid carpet, Dane's throwing out the X symbol. I like it. Very you nice. Can't, you can't see it while you're listening, but that's you okay. like the I hybrid did. carpet. You like a smaller template, little fuller of a bag. Costello X. You're not going to find something that's better on the market right now. So go to blacksheepbaggers.com. If you use code BIGASP, you're going to save yourself some money. Heck yeah, be a black sheep. Hell yeah. Um, so I have not really done a whole lot cornhole stuff recently. Um, putting content out wise, yes. But throwing wise, no. Um, work life has just been kind of crazy with the holidays and everything. So the last time I threw was when we went to that blind draw. Yeah, I mean, we're on the, we're on the rebound. Um, we are. Certainly for cornhole, I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. Um, we are planning on attending an open. We are this weekend. Probably Saturday. not throwing, but we're gonna go uh, kiss some babies, shake some hands, or maybe we, you know, kiss some hands and shake some babies. Never know. Never know. But uh, definitely plan on going out there, and I'm sure we'll be able to, you know, maybe muster up a cash game or two when we're out there. And that's Hamilton, Ohio, right? That it is. Yep. So Hammy Town. So if you're gonna be in Hamilton, Ohio, shoot us a message. Let us know. We're gonna try to take. Uh, we're going out there for content. So we're going out there for a purpose because unfortunately, our beloved Cleveland Browns. Also play on fucking Saturday at like four thirty. Yeah. yeah, poor scheduling. So in Hamilton, um, Ohio, and, and Hamilton, Ohio is like uh, what four hours away from us or so. Ish, yeah. So we're gonna leave first thing in the morning, real early. Get down there first thing. Try to bust out as much content as we can, and then try to race back. Uh, I think for the game. I think. I mean, if all goes according to plan, I mean, I would like to at least catch the second half at home. If we I can. would completely agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So um, you know, we'll try to just. At the, same, out, at the same time, if we're having like secret time, like I do kind of have like the pass for like that whole day. You know yeah. I mean, so like, so do I, I mean, we could always watch it there too. We can figure it out while we're talking on the side of our mouth. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They're not here. They can't hear us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. We're it's talking true. about our wives. So it's all right, but we'll, we'll find a way to watch it one way or another. But, um, Just, yeah, for me with throwing, I think I'm actually going to go to the blind draw on Wednesday. Um, oh, okay. I'd, all depends on when I get out of our little meeting with Top Golf to see if we're gonna do that. I make hope a it works happen. out, man. So we're still working on we. It kind of all came to fruition. The one episode we were talking about, we wanted to have uh, bring back kind of like the big ASP cornhole like uh, tournament, yeah. but we wanted to incorporate golf in some way. So if all things goes well, we might be having like a Top Golf slash cornhole tournament. Yeah. Um, we just, we gotta have a meeting with them and hopefully it all we'll goes well. We're, we're gonna and, do something. We're yeah. gonna either do it at a golf course or we thought this top golf having it in one location, um, it's kind of it'd be something unique. So hundred percent. That's what that's what we're going for. You need uniqueness. Hell yeah. If you will, is that even a word? Yeah, I think so. Sounded right. The ness of being unique. Yeah, I get it. Um, but yeah, besides that, um, not a whole lot going on. Just be throwing uh some this wednesday for sure like in the morning i'll be mm-hmm. able to get in, get to work throw it we have some bags coming up to review got my hands on some nola bags oh 
Dude, did you get the sweet yes. pattern ones? Yes, dude. What, I threw the, those. Uh, um, I'm sorry. What are they? What are they called? God, I can't remember either. But I threw. Um, Hold on. Roth, Mister Mister Young Man Chris. Oh yeah, uh, okay. He had he had a set, so he let me dabble around with them. And uh, yeah, the, dude, they're, they're called the Snappers. Snappers. That's thank you. Yes, yeah. and it is a unique awesome bag again from nola so. yeah so ours is still newish you know what i mean like yeah. i've i gotta break them in a little bit more but um yeah it's definitely different and that's what i like i like trying to stuff finally like leave it to nola Thank to you. come out with something that's a little bit unique but still has great playability what like, category was what what was the bag that had like the bungee the mardi gras Dude, I'll never forget still it. Still to this day. The most fun, unique bag, I think. I mean, and functional. Functional. That's what we'll leave it at. Yeah, because we've had some plenty fun, unique bags. <laughs> right. That one was actually a good cornhole bag, too. But man, that was the first bag that you could roll. I completely agree. Yeah. Like, it literally was the first one it that I didn't me, even have it to. It took like, you a minute. I wish I could throw it now. Like, yeah. do we still have that somewhere? I might actually have them in there. In our, yeah, I was just yeah. saying, there's certain sets of bags we don't get rid of because we enjoy throwing so much. And I, well, one, it's so hard to sell people on something that unique. Yeah. That yeah. it's like, I don't even bother bringing it out because I enjoy it. So, like, yeah. I'm not going to try to sell you on it because I think it's a fun bag to go like have a good time with and yeah. and chuck around so yeah i'm like 95 percent. how sure that that great would it there. be to have a cornhole tournament where everyone had to throw patriot outdoor game bags dude i would love that <laughs> if we could be if we could get that awesome. to like, happen for a house our bag tournament, tournament and people show up in these are the bags oh my have. god dude i would love nothing more <laughs> run this crazy big house uh, bag. let's see who the real champion is in that bag man they'll test everybody oh dude it's so much it, that bag's fun too man it really is God, that he was a interesting cat. I don't even know. I don't think they're still making him, which sucks, man. Because he, I mean, he was the OG. If you want to go back to like patents, well, this man beat any dot or suede that you would see on any bag, and he literally put like tire rubber <laughs> on man. dots and like different skid plate patterns and shit. Like it was called skid plate technology. It was way ahead of its time when you think back <laughs> on it. Like he it just was. had the wrong fabric. But like, yeah, imagine if correct. you put suede patches in there. It could have been a whole different ball game. Like he could have transformed everything. So again, um, all Cornell, if you're listening, you got round patches now. So suede breakers done. Like they they yeah. overtook that. But how about some getting some random dot patterns on there? Let's let's get unique. How about you cover the entire out outer stitch in suede? So you want more than like ultra control dots? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's put full on suede. Do you remember dots. the first time, like when I brought, like when I had the Vipers and they had the control dots? I thought that was like the top, like just the coolest technology. Dude, yeah, you're like, I'm like this is genius. Like, why wouldn't everybody? And they break do this? into the fabric and yeah. it like stays forever. <laughs> like, no, it really, really just washes off. Like, not a. But that's okay. Like, many moons ago, man. Many, many, many moons, moons ago. So, um, this weekend, um, I, I can't remember what night it was. I think it was. It was either Friday or Saturday night. I was hanging out and uh, scrolling through Facebook, and I happened to see that ACO was having an event. Yeah. And I got to give a shout-out to our boy AJ locally here. He shot me a message be like, hey, what do you think of like the Skins game? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's on right now on Facebook. So I checked it out. So I ended up watching like the whole Skins major for ACO for like three hours and was hooked. The, I love the format of the skins. So elaborate for those at home listening. So you'll find out later on in this interview, because we were kind of enlightened too, that 
for for this particular event, it was ACO pros only. And to qualify, they throw 13 rounds, I think it was. Yeah. They throw 13 rounds, like, down and backs, right? And they it's the highest score, right? It takes the number one seed. And then so the top, like, I think it was 16 or something like that. They then advance into, like, this uh, this tournament, like, this bracket. And this particular bracket was a skins tournament. So each each point that you scored or each skin that you got was $50. Mm-hmm. So it was the first person to seven skins would win the match. So theoretically, each match was worth up to $650. If me and you were playing skins, let's say hypothetically I kick the shit out of you and I win 7-0. Yeah. There's still that leftover money. The winner gets that whatever money is left over. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a cool opportunity for every pro in the top 16 to then go win. And again, you're not making like huge amounts of money, but it's a cool opportunity to go win something. And even if you lose, you can still win some money. That's what I'm saying. So like, and the whole skins format is cool. So if you're not familiar with it, I was kind of new to it as well. Basically it's similar if you're familiar with skins in golf. So every round is a separate game that you're going, but if you tie a round, then that skin carries over to the next round. So in round so, two would be worth a hundred dollars. Yes, it worked and two or two skins, right? Mm-hmm. So if Dane would then win that round, he would win win two skins, not just one. Yeah. And then the next round would go back to one. But you can get like you we can sit there and tie three, four times, and then somebody finally wins, and all of a sudden they're up to a four. 4-0 lead. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it, I like it. It's, but when you do round, when it forces you to have to chase bags. 100%. Typically. It justifies all those long hours of you stepping just to the edge of the perimeter. Yeah. And trying to carry that bag and that you left wide right. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it's built for. Because if you have to take it, why not shoot it? Because otherwise you're just giving it up. Yeah, no, it's. It was uh, it was a cool. I really enjoyed that format, and I wouldn't mind seeing more of that pop I, up. Like I really do think that's a really I, cool format. I love format. anything that can kind of jazz up the sport because it it's, 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 it's so. not it's not round limited. I mean, it is in a way it's round limited, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's just you're not worried so much about a point. It's just each round. Like you can win seven rounds by one point and the other guy, and then you can lose six by like 24. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. All you needed those seven where you won by one point. Yeah. And so it's like, it makes it, it seems like it evens it out a little bit sometimes. And to me, I love just the, the pressure it puts on every round. Yes, correct. Like every round is, matters. Yeah. And it's, I, I love it. Yeah, I do. I, I do like that aspect. A lot of it. Um, Isaac hurt. Disgusting. Caleb hurts younger brother who I'd seen thrown before. But now seems like he is like really figured everything out. The kid is disgustingly good. Yeah. Like, oh my God, is he good? And he's kind of has a little bit of the swag now where like when he steps to the board, like he expects to be the best. Like he knows he's like kind of better than everyone that was there. Yeah. And he expected to win and he he took care of business. I mean, he's super talented. It's one of those guys that like I would love to see what he does. Like, like had like an ACL national kind of thing. I mean, Maybe we'll we'll get a chance to see him at Worlds or something playing the advanced. Yeah, because that's nice. always a good gauge on it is what level you're at because that's that's a gauntlet in itself. No, I I do agree about that. I do agree. Um, but yeah, the ACO event was pretty cool. Um, again, I'm still trying to learn more about like their format and stuff, but mm-hmm. they they won me over with the skin. So I'll be looking yeah, for yeah, like man, the next time sweet. they have a major event. Like I do want to check out and watch that event because it was pretty cool. I'm 
We just need to get to one. We do. We'll see when it happens. We do. We just need to look at their schedules and figure all that shit out. Because there has to be one that's like somewhat in driving distance, Southern yeah. Ohio. I mean, even Ohio, or I think yeah. they have it up in Michigan. I mean, we yeah. can find one up that way, too. I mean, very true. Just very true. Find one, figure it out. All right. So, reflection time. Reflection time about Jersey J. Cornhole. So, we did that interview last week. And it, it yes. It, so, first first thing is for, for first thing first, we, it could have been longer. Yes, I think it, it probably could have been longer. But we had a schedule. We did. And um, you're all welcome for Trey's interview. Correct. And he okay. was supposed to be after Trey. He requested to make it earlier. Um, he's got important business to do. Mm-hmm. So we obliged, but we told him, like, hey, we only have this window. You got to be on time. We got to make this thing work. So we got as much out of it as we could. When we both, when we ended it, we all hung up and stuff. And we had, we didn't have much of a turnover before we were hopping right on with Trey. Like, we're talking like a few, maybe two minutes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. And I, I know, I remember telling you, I'm like, I felt better because, like, I felt like we didn't have, he hung himself. Like, we didn't have to, like, really make him try to sound bad because, like, Every pause, every pauses, um, yeah. every like, and even if you're not watching, and it's even worse if you saw the video, like, cause he's squirming, like as much as you're visualizing him squirming in a chair, it's exactly that how, where his eyes are not looking anywhere near us, but up or down and left and right. Like just trying to, trying to find a way out. So I, I do want to say one thing. I respect the dude for coming on, having 100%. the balls to come on. I, I, I will give him that prop. And I think that's the only thing I will give him props for. Whether he wants to, he wants to say in one, and this has been my issue with him since day one. You want to act like you're a serious business guy, but then when it comes down to do serious business, you lacked in every front. Mm-hmm. You lacked in the accountability front. You lacked in the preparation front. You know what I mean, if you're marketing of, if you are marketing the event that is promising all these amenities, and then you get to the event and you're like, well. Like it, it's, I was just paid to make a flyer, yeah. dude. Like that's not, you don't get, cause I guarantee you on a resume, you're saying that you were like, you handled the marketing for large events. You didn't, you're not just putting on like, I made a colored flyer with yeah. a DJ on it. Exactly. So you can't, you can't just take the, you can't just make it sound good when it's convenient. I feel like from the get, he was kind of downplaying his whole involvement in the thing. Okay. And then, um, here's conspiracy theory. Does this, does Toby Alexander, does he actually exist? I don't know, man. I really, who knows? And you're telling, and you're telling me that if you, you, if you got 50 bucks for driving three hours, I would never do it. I'm, I'm not a businessman then, Sean. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It just, it's just, I would just avoid his tournaments. I'm sure he has. A corporate crowd, like he says, that just wants to go have fun and do those kind of events, by all means. If you want to join a, a league for fun, for like, we, I, for me, that seems kind of expensive just to win some jerseys at the end of the night. That's that's fine. To me, um, I mean, you put it exactly right, though. I mean, he's he's corporate cornhole, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, he's appealing to corporations because he's a young, good-looking, probably well-spoken somewhat like when he's trying to sell something, yeah. I feel like he can bullshit with the best of them. So he's for corporate. We're from America. We're from America. This is uh, this is cornhole's game, man. All right. We, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We, I felt like we just saw right through the bullshit. 
Yeah, and my my biggest thing was at the end. I'm like, did you get paid for it? And the amount of time it took him to answer the question, I'm like, all right, you can just you don't even have to answer anymore, man. Like we're good. We all know. Yeah, we we get it. And now all and then all that shit like that you said in the beginning is now like worthless. Yeah, my question is like, is that fifty deducted from the seven hundred you had to put in your truck to get there and back or something? Like what did what are we talking here? Like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just um I was happy like you said, I was happy he came on. Um to me people that like if they want to bitch that we didn't like grill him or anything. We didn't need to. Did we did we have to? We didn't exactly. need to. Like he, he exactly how I thought the interview was gonna go was how it went. So and if he was if he was being legit and like getting defensive, listen, we've always said we that we want this harder, to, we want this to be a platform for conversations. Mm-hmm. If we have somebody come on and then we're instantly bashing them, like no one's gonna ever want to come on. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean, like you have to be willing to have a discussion with people. I wasn't afraid to ask questions when I was genuinely confused about things and he needed to clarify, like when he was trying to hide behind things, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna hold a gun to the kid's head to make him answer. The thing is, you can't just like react in the moment. You got to listen and then react. So here's our reactions. Is what we're giving you right now. Yeah, Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but just avoid. I would just avoid his tournaments. Yeah, I mean, and as far as hearing both sides, like, yeah, we we could have somebody on that got shafted, but again, I feel like that would just be like a, a smear campaign that. We don't even have to do. Yeah, and it, the, it's like it's just go read Addicted to Cornhole. Exactly. Like, and I mean that's basically and then just I mean, we could just read all that. I mean it's basically been our dramatic readings. You know what I mean? Like That's very true. That's basically what it would turn into. Is that a is that a segue? I think so. Hmm. In a world where being bags have brought men to their knees, social media serves as sanctuary for keyboard warriors. Time for the dramatic readings. And our dramatic readings are brought to you by Big D Bags. So we always say, what goes better in a big-ass cornhole fan's hands than Big D? Nothing. Yeah. Lace it up, man. Get those Big Ds going on and throw some heat, man. I mean, all all of his bags, they look great. They play great. And he's going to take Big old these, floppy D in your hand. Yeah, Nothing. big old floppy D. And everyone's, I mean, you might not be familiar with it, but you've seen enough videos with them in there. So why don't you head on over to Big <laughs> BigDbags.com. Grab yourself a set today. Can't do that to me. Just did it. I'm <laughs> trying to start to read. All right, dramatic readings. Addicted to cornhole, Caleb Chambers. It's official. I'm tired of shaking people's hands at cornhole events. This is three opens in a row. I've come home with some kind of sickness. Y'all gonna be lucky to get be to get a fist bump from me now. Anyone else on board with this? Okay. Okay, so I've been on record for saying that, like, I'm not, hey, we need to fist bump after every round kind of thing. If we're talking about after a game, I don't think, I'm trying to think, like, when's the last time I shook somebody's hand? Almost everybody's a good fist bump now, right? For sure, yeah. I mean, I'm not, uh, it's a select few people that I will shake their hand. I will say there are some dirty motherfuckers in the world. You know I mean, and you 100%. go to the, you go to the guy's bathroom and you count like we're like all right, one yeah. out of three wash their hands like. Mm, right, I so. just I, I love the excuse <laughs> that like oh there's no paper towels. <laughs> Figure it out. You're a grown ass adult. You can wash your hands and walk out. And with you wet just hands. think like how many dirty dudes that, <laughs> that we play cornhole with, and then their hands are going on their bags. Yes, and then you're touching their bags out of the hole every time. That's I mean, 
Yeah. It's like not the most sanit- That's why during COVID, like it was kind of fucked up. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> He was reaching down. I mean, that's why they had the, the bag grabbers and shit at ACL tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing like, like swim goggles and oh, kitchen shit. gloves, grabbing bags. Mike Morton, like in like a whole garden outfit. Yeah, like, exactly. running He's, running out. He's got his spade and shovel. <laughs> his little sun hat. <laughs> Dishwashing gloves. That's the best. Oh, God. Those are weird times, man. That was fun. Um, weird, but um, I do hear what people are complaining about i understand it but at the same time you're not going to get anywhere with it it's just fun. the internet is just ruthless yes and facebook is very much like it's like a negative space very much i don't know if you've noticed but so tiktok tends to be almost all positive and i'm assuming they must like monitor their shit and get rid of like any harassment type stuff because you it's like a love machine on tiktok yeah and then you go on instagram and it's like pretty negative like you know maybe 50 like 60 40 yeah. negative positive and then you go to facebook and then it's like a solid 10 percent that's good and everything else is just like people shitting all over each other which is just like you can't just post an innocent post being like man like just wash your hands like i've gotten sick the last three times and then people are just calling you dirty and like <laughs> exactly just, uh it's just great man i love you guys are great but i mean i also saw another I mean, is it another dramatic reading on the same subject that you have? I didn't see all, th- all both of yours. Because mm. then, like, um, Mrs. Halpert also said something along the same lines. Oh, really? I did. I missed that one. Yeah. Um, just saying, like, you know, like she's been dog sick ever since the open, and you know, she blames all the dirty people and stuff. And I'm like leading, like reading all these pros saying, like, yeah, watch like ten percent of the guys wash their hands in the men's room and shit. Like, I do too. Yeah. So rather than blaming everyone else, they make Purell. I mean, we all know it through COVID. Yeah. Put those little stands up everywhere. Exactly. Just, or just keep the little one attached to your Zuka bag or in one of the 50 fucking pockets in that thing. I think you can fit a bottle of Purell in there and just rub it down after each one. I mean, again, it's, you're in a mass yeah. populous yeah, environment. Correct. Illness is going to go around and like, indoors. Yes. And it's also, yeah. it's flu season guys. So yep. believe what you want, but everyone's getting sick right now. It, it sucks, but Hey, just think you got it out of your system. Early, well, it's also right? common courtesy too. Like if you're not feeling well, exactly. Please don't go. Out. Like I know that you were planning on going there, yeah, but it sucks, but you like you don't want to be that guy that's like coughing yeah, and like, just we, we're it. like, just, it's just common courtesy. I get it. I get it for but, sure. All right. You but want then, the next one? Yeah, I can take the next one. Let's do it. Let's. Do it. Addicted to cornhole. Bobby Grostein. Here's some real wizard L talk. People will find a reason to complain about everything, but all BG did was create a new game changing bag, and it was the wizard L. But in all honesty, who cares about the name? Just Thewo, the bag. And to anybody who knows their gimmick, nobody cares, throw better, in quotes. These bags are the most whole-friendly, rollable, but he spells it R-O-L-E, bag on the market. And no wonder other companies are trying to jump on the trend, Buffalo Savior, in parentheses. But they are the best of both worlds. 
and those hundreds of BG haters slash wannabe pros that think they're the next big thing out there, saying they're a gimmick, but these bags are legit and nobody cares. Just throw better. But I guess it's just my opinion, and everyone has one. Yeah, so... Um, What's a week without a little Wizard L talk, right? man? Right, exactly. Um, first off, like everyone does have an opinion. Not everyone feels the need to put it on Facebook or out in the open. Do you see my one comment one. on one of those posts? Well, I mean... Change the name of the page to Addicted yeah. to... <laughs> drama. Wizard and drama. But I want to point out that there is not a single period in this entire long prompt. You got to pay extra for that shit, man. There is one comma used incorrectly. <laughs> Um, so there's that too. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> used incorrectly. Yeah, just wanted to point that out. Um, yeah, I was starting to think. I'm like, yeah. Oh, used comma. All right, that's all good. No. Um, yeah, just punctuation, guys. It just means the world. Um, yeah. That was pretty dramatic, though. It was. It was dramatic. And and don't you? I, the reason we I, like one of the reasons we started this whole segment was I always would read these. I'm like, what was going through your head exactly when that made you? What was going on in your life that made you sit down and be like? This needs to be said. And the beauty of it is that <laughs> addicted to Cornell has become such this like sentient being that I oh, feel like it just yeah. always pumps out the drama. So when people scroll down and they read everyone else's drama, they're like, I'm okay to post this. Oh, <laughs> and it's keeping us in business, baby. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's real because if you post something like a little controversial, it's, it's at the top. Yep. It's like they right go away. It. But if you're asking one of the questions that's been there 25 times, like you got to scroll way the fuck down. You're, you might never see it. Yeah. We'll never see the, uh, like, Hey, what's the best bag for a new thrower question up there? Do you want to know how like, I know this? Just shoves down right away. <laughs> if I post like, so every Wednesday, right. When our episode drops, I do the morning post and the afternoon. I share it to addicted to cornhole. Yeah. If I were to write something like just a little, just a little jab at something, little, yeah. post a reel, something like that, we'd be getting 10,000 views by lunch. I post that like the episode to share again. Nothing. The crickets. Nothing. Crickets. It's not dramatic enough, Sean. Crazy to me. Even though we're just chock full of it. Crazy. Crazy. All right. So this next one, um, a little more serious. Hmm. Addicted to cornhole. Brian Cornfish. I haven't posted on here in a while, but this post is bigger than cornhole itself. It's about human life. Yesterday, we lost a dear friend in the cornhole community, an Eagles brother. He was a heck of a player and an even better human being. And that true and truly a great friend. It's a huge loss and our hearts are hurting. Well, his son called me last night at 2.30 a.m., bawling his eyes out for a good hour. A few minutes into our conversation, he began to open up about me and how he wants to be good at cornhole for his dad. And so that he won't, so that people won't make fun of him and tell him he sucks when they draw him. He did mention some specific names, but I will not hear, and I will not mention the club either as it's irrelevant. But that hour conversation was so heartbreaking to hear how much he loves Cornhole and only wants to be loved and accepted by the community. I try my best to be like you and my dad, Brian. I really do. Will you help me? You kind of have to know Brandon to understand the depth of trust, but trust me when I say it was heart-wrenching. Sometimes we get so wrapped up into winning that we don't realize how powerful the sport truly is. The sport brings people together and on the same token tears them apart more than any other game I've taken a part of. We can literally be a shining light to another just be sim- by simply being kind on the boards 
or it can be the final straw of negativity in their life. You never know what stranger you're, go- you're throwing next to and what they're going through in life. Cornhole and our actions towards them in those few minutes could literally save a life. And how we act will forever be engraved in their memory bank, just like Brandon's. I unfortunately had to learn this the hard way, but I learned it. Cornhole is not just a game anymore. It's a unique opportunity to help you human being in more than one way, more than just one way. And we owe it to this beautiful game to do just that. Much love to you all. So a little more serious than we typically get the cornfish, but thought it was very well written and I love the sentiment to it. And we've alluded to this many times where rarely if I'm ever, um, at an event, rarely am I ever going to be like openly rude to somebody. I'm only ever rude if I draw you. Oh, yeah, I know I'm sure. screwed. Um, we've all, we've both been to those tournaments where we get paired with somebody that is just not the best thrower brand new. But 100%. Listen, you take it on the chin, you have a good time, you buy them a beer if they're of age and and you just you just have as much fun as you can, right? Exactly. Um, it's the same thing like why like when we go to these when we go Saturday, right? Somebody comes up to us like I'm all I, I try to be as nice as I can to every single person I meet out there. Yeah, you know I mean, like mm-hmm. it's just it's just you need it is nice to get a reminder when you're around people again. And that's why it always recharges my battery when I go to these tournaments because I'm like, oh, shit, like because you get stuck in these social media worlds was all so negative all the time. You kind of get wrapped up into it. Yeah, it's nice to go out in the community and be like, oh, good. OK, not the people are way nicer in person like than they are online. Exactly. But I do think this is a good point. Like if you have like every club, I'm sure has like those outsiders. If we can get better as and this goes like society wide, right? If we can get better at just trying to include or make them feel at least included. Yeah, it goes a long way. It really Again, does. You don't we're not asking people to you don't have to be best friends. With exactly. Everybody. You don't have to hang out with them on weekends. Yeah. Like just at a cornhole tournament. We're all I mean, I know it's cliche, but we're all supposed to be family out there. I mean, it's 100 percent. Just have, have and fun. listen, we've seen the cornhole community do amazing fucking yeah. things. I mean, how much money has been raised for charity through cornhole stuff? It's a really cool thing. But again, as this sport gets a little bit more serious, we just I, I would hate for it to see like for us to lose our way and to remember why we like this when we all first started. We didn't all think that we were going to be pros. We all started that league or were playing with our buddies in the backyard and we thought it was fun. Yeah. If you can remember that ultimately it's going it, to, it'll translate through in your actions while you're out in public. I promise you that, especially when you're out like in at a cornhole tournament, if you remember why you ultimately liked it. That's why we stuck around. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you have another one? You're good. I'm good. Okay. That's all I got. Hell yeah. Um, so we have, um, we have an interview coming up next that we do. The interview is with current ACL national champion, Mr. Brandon Earls. Super nice dude. College um, national champion. Co- uh, what did I say? You just said national champion. I'm sorry. Yes. College Colle- national collegiate champion. national champion. Um, he's also an ACO pro. So there was a little bit of uh, like drama that first stirred up right after he won. People saying, you know, like, hey, like, I thought you weren't allowed to be a pro and do this. But he kind of walked us through like that whole process and he had permission to do so and everything, which yeah. was already kind of clarified went, through the ACL. He the great pipeline. Yeah, the but perfect pipeline super interesting guy. Um, kind of learned about his background and then we asked, uh, asked some more appropriate fun random shit questions this week. So, yes, <laughs> yes. we don't want anyone to get upset. So sorry, yeah. Trey. Um, yeah, so we have all that stuff. But you want to cue the rap horn? I can do it. 
your fast right? fingers, I man. Jeez, oh, man. My wife's a happy lady. All right. Well, reach us at Instagram and Twitter at Big Ass Cornhole. And Facebook at Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors. Go over to DragonBags. <laughs> caught what you said before. <laughs> com. Yeah. I saw you breeze right over that. Uh, go over to DragonBags with a Z. Dot com. Drop code Big Ass 12 to get yourself some great bags. And CornholeCoffee.com and get yourself some beans. Drop code Big Ass at checkout and grab beans, drink focus, throw. Don't forget about Blackjack Cornhole. Go to blackjackcornhole.com. You get free shipping, amazing customer service. It's a no-brainer. So go to blackjackcornhole.com. Use code BIGASP and save yourself 10%. Don't forget about Black Sheep Baggers. Be the Black Sheep. Embrace that shit. Go to blacksheepbaggers.com. Use code BIGASP and you're going to save yourself some money. And don't forget about Gnarly Boards. If you go to gnarlyboards.com, if you're in the market for a new set of boards, if you're looking forward to customize your set, you want our sweet-ass logo on it, all you have to do is go to Gnarly Boards. Go to Gnarly Boards. GnarlyBags.com. I'm sorry. Yeah, GnarlyBags.com. I, I do this every fucking week. It's I even hard. pulled it up. It's hard, yeah. It's, Gnarly, it's GnarlyBags.com. But then no. click on their boards yes. and check them out. And they're awesome. That they are. Oh, yeah. Last but not least, Big D Bags. Hell yeah. Go over and get your hands on some Big Ds if you're a big-ass fan. They fit great. They do. And, uh, yeah, so last week's episode, too, we didn't even touch on it earlier with Trey. A lot of good stuff with that. Dude, like... Couldn't have scripted it better for him. I am so happy he came on and just kind of squashed the bug and just kind of told people how it is, where the money goes. Like to me, he never had to do that. The ACL never had to justify it. But the fact that he was willing to come on and kind of say his piece on it, I think it should squash a lot of beef for at least a month. I think it, (laughs) I think it validated what my concerns all along. Mm-hmm. Was that we are at this um, weird spot in cornhole right now where it's like we can either catapult and really become something big or we're going to be kind of stuck either status quo or treading to, water for a sad while. Is to think that we, it all kind of hinges on the ACL? I mean, it, no, there's no secret on that right now, yeah. For at least on the professional side of the game, for sure. Yeah. Like organizations like the ACO who are like, they're yes, they're professional organizations, but they're not like, they're not, tr- they're not trying to go for like the big TV deals and stuff like that. They seem like that would be more sustainable. Whereas if like we're trying to grow huge mega pots and become like a legitimate pro enterprise, then yeah, ACL's probably that route. Hell yeah. So it'll be interesting. But interview with Brandon Earls is really good. Um, so stick around for that. If you're interested in getting some bonus content, you're looking for training tips, you like any of that stuff, you can check us out at Patreon. Patreon is a way that um, people get bonus content in return to support our show. So for the price of a beer a month, you get bonus content. You can attend happy hours, be eligible for bad giveaways and more. So go to patreon.com slash big ass cornhole and support us there. Um, trying YouTube. To think. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. So we're on the, we're almost at a thousand folks. Come our goal on, for this, our goal for this year is to get at least 2000 subscribers. So if you were listening to the show and after last week's episode, I know for a fact there's more than 2000 people that listen to this fucking show. Very so true. if everyone could just, just do me a solid. Okay. We come out here every week and we're give you audio gold. We pour our hearts and our soul. Our hearts are smiling. We're hoping yours are too. So if you go to YouTube, go to big ASP cornhole, just subscribe. Check out some of our videos. We're posting out content. We're going to Hamilton this weekend. We're going to be having a whole bunch more content coming out. So just subscribe on YouTube and uh, make our hearts smile. Mm. That's a, a theme. Of, yeah, a lot of heart smiling. A lot episode, of heart smiling. Right? Yep. And you know what? I'm a little disappointed in us, though. Why's we didn't that? we didn't turn our light on for this part. For this no, episode. we didn't, man. It's, We're it's, so it's excited. In the interview, though. It's it's a lot of fun. Okay. So. I think after we need to we need to shoot something for like. 
social media content with it behind us. We already, we already did. We, we did? have that whole uh, that Patreon exclusive video that I oh, sent you. Oh, you're right. I do. I, yep. Bingo. So another reason. Check out Patreon. Bonus episode coming on uh, like probably 10 minutes. Let's go. So how about that? Love it. All right. So as always, we hope you throw it straight. That's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. All right. Welcome back to the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. We are now joined by current ACL college champion, Mr. Brandon Earls. What's going on, man? Nothing much. How about you guys? Nothing, man. Just chilling here on a Sunday night. We got the Miami and Buffalo game going on. It just second half just kicked off. Miami's up 14 to seven. So um, it's just crazy. It's still I mean, for football for just a second. I mean, you're rocking a Detroit Lions. So first of all, congratulations on a season as a Cleveland fan. I'm happy for you guys. Like, I know it's, it's a fun ride when you get you. We don't get very many oh, yeah, uh, seasons me. where we're this excited still late in the season. So it's kind of cool. Um, but the oh. playoff picture this year is so fucked up. Dude, it's super. It's, and it it's baffles so me that the Steelers are somehow making the fucking playoffs. This There's year. so many scenarios like, at the, the end fuck? of the season for people to get in and out. Like, yeah, thanks, Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I really wanted to play Jacksonville. Not that, like, I think Houston's going to win, but I think they're going to be more of a challenge. But I'll take, I'll, I would take Jacksonville <laughs> with, uh, you know, a hurt quarterback that's had, like, every injury under the sun this year, but still seems to get out on the field. So, Brandon, you like your first round matchup for Detroit going against LA? Um, I kind of would like the Packers a little more, but yeah. I do like playing going against Stafford again, you know. Oh yeah, and bring them home. But they're a tough match. Not gonna lie, Cooper and Puka, they're a tough receiving core. But yeah. I think we got a good shot. But they gotta they gotta come to you guys, correct? Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Dude, it's gotta be like a little knife to stick because he never made the playoffs with Detroit, right? Um, I think he may have made it one time. One time? Yeah, with okay. I think him and oh, uh, right, Johnson's right. like yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. year. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty crazy. But anyways, first of all, congratulations on winning the uh the college event, man. That was a pretty big deal. Thank you, thank you. How long have you how long have you been playing cornhole just in general? Um, probably just over two and a half years. Okay. How'd you get involved in it? Uh, I played in like a juniors tournament in like my freshman year or something. And me and my uh me and my partner ended up winning it and we were like, oh, you know, must be pretty solid at this game, you know, okay. so we probably took a year off and then, and then like my junior year, I started playing more consistently and competitively. And that's when I just really got into it. Okay. So how often do you play currently? Uh, probably four to five days a week. Oh shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe a little more depending on travel schedule and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, how can you walk us through like the college, aspects of things like is it what did you feel like the level of competition was like it was it as good as like going to like one of like the bigger acl like open events and stuff uh it was definitely some top level competition you know chris fagan cole brewer uh austin all those guys a lot of great shooters uh definitely definitely great competition it was it was tough especially switching over when we had to do and switch into the just the round limited yeah that was a difficult but there was definitely a lot definitely a high level of competition in that college field for sure when did you guys switch over to round limited uh so we played the entire rounders and bracket uh play play that t- the 21 and then we got the ESPN and we had to switch to round limited did your strategy change at all or did you were you just like uh-huh. i'm just going to put back just pouring bags in so <laughs> I wanted to start off to calm the nerves if I had any and just by putting bags in the hole. 
And so that was kind of my goal in the first game, just put as many bags in the hole. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't miss, can't lose. That's the saying, you know? Yeah. So just put every single bag in the hole and try to force them to uh, miss one and capitalize on those misses for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you what do you do you like the round limited stuff or are you more of a traditional like I want to go to twenty one? I definitely like the tw- uh, twenty one just because uh, I a lot of times I uh, get down big in games. Okay, and it's t- twenty one. I got more time to come back and uh, generate some points. You know, you tend to be a slow starter then. Oh yeah, for okay. sure. Okay, and <laughs> what what bags did you throw in the ACL event? Uh, so I started off with the goaded bag, uh, Bambinos. Okay. Uh, like a Viper R variant. Yeah. But uh, once I got once I won my bracket going to ESPN, they told me I had to switch because it wasn't the same color on both sides. You know, so okay. I had to switch to uh, some blue Viper Rs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's tough to do. Just it switch is. up, man. Like, <laughs> kudos to you. Oh, That's not easy. No, I mean, because especially because Phil is slightly different, template oh, yeah. size, all that kind of stuff is just a, a little bit different. If nothing else, at least material wise, as long as they were kind of like at that same stage of broken in this, like speed wise, oh, yeah. it plays pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it was definitely uh, a different feel. I definitely took out at least an hour just to try to figure out, feel the difference in the bags when I switched. Just a warm up. I started warming up coal, and I was like, "Man, these bags do not feel the same. This feels weird." But then I started getting the hang of them, and I felt pretty good. Yeah, you're able to roll them and do all your fun shit. So stuff oh, yeah. I can never do. So <laughs> right, right after you won, there was like a post that went on Facebook that kind of like was gaining some like attention right away. That was squashed yeah. pretty quickly. But you are currently an ACO pro, but you played in what's considered like an amateur event, like for the ACL college event. Can you just kind of walk people through what you like the process, like what you had to do to be allowed to play in this in the in the so, college event? So in the rules, it does state, you know, no pro of any other league that signed a contract is allowed to play. In it. OK, but the, I never signed a contract. Okay. So. You know, they told me they're like, you didn't sign a contract, you're good to play. You know, because oh. that was that was part of the rules. Is and so I just made sure that I was good. I, you know, messaged Josh Keck, and he's like, "Yep, you're good. You you didn't have you don't have any signed contract. You're set to play." Okay, so, so you did have like the wherewithal before the tournament started to be like, "Yeah, I should probably check into this." Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then so you're currently an ACO pro. Is this your first year as a pro, or have you been a pro for a few years? Uh, I made pro two years ago. Okay. Okay. And how, how do you, so I'm assuming you probably play in both events, right? I'm sure you've been to ACL opens. You've been obviously to plenty of ACO uh, majors and stuff like that. Um, How do the events, not necessarily the talent level, but like, how would you say like the, the events and like the atmosphere differs between the two? Um, I would say the atmosphere is more like, I guess, family friendly and ACO. And then, you know, ACL is more like business, you know, okay. this is your, your, this is your job. You're here to get, get to work, get stuff done. And, uh, ACL is just like, you know, come here have fun and be family friendly, I guess. And, but I don't know. I love them both yeah. equally. I got you. So. Um, the one thing I, so I watched a little bit of the ACO action this past weekend and the one event that I watched, um, 
pretty much all of it was the skins event. Dude, I dude, I'm a big fan. I don't know why. I love that format of the skins. I think that it may, just every round is important then. You know what I mean? So you, you love find it because guys, you see yourself like oh, having you, a chance in every match. You know, you know why? Like, it's because like all those rounds where I'm like I shouldn't chase, but like I know I'm going yeah, to. Like you know in that, you in that format, your you might as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just wild enough that I might just work kind of thing. Do you have you you had the opportunity to play in the skins event? Yeah, I've only gone to two of them. I okay. went to this one in the last and one in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Okay. I made it into the final bracket at Atlantic City. This one I was a couple points out because, you know, to get into the top sixteen you have to like you do thirteen rounds and you have to try to throw as many bags in the hole as possible. Oh okay. and so, you know, with me I'm more of like a block role player and so I was throwing a little stickier bags and so I didn't throw as well because a couple bags hung up and just so when you just shoot you know, airmail, I love man. the though. So, I, so you, in ACO, like in, for seating for that, that's how they do it. It's just basically you have to throw thirteen rounds, just open mm-hmm. board, just keep going down and back and see how many you put in the hole. Exactly. I had but, no idea. Okay. Yeah. So that was a little that the the seating into it is a little. Uh, it's a little scary to be honest with you. Now, do they keep that same seating then going in for like singles and doubles? Uh no. They have like no. bracket play or pool play or something like that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. But no, once you get to the final sixteen bracket, though, it's it's probably my favorite thing because it's just like you just send it no matter what. Oh <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. No. I, okay. All right. Try stupid shots, shots you would never shoot in real games, and just you know maybe hit some nasty shot. Like Isaac Hurt hit a nasty shot. I don't, I don't know if you were watching that. He had like a three bag drag yes. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, uh, Isaac Hurt hit some ridiculous shots as well. That kid is really, really good. Yeah, he's very, very good. Um, do you have a lot? So AC. So you're in Michigan. Do you have a lot of ACO stuff like in your area? Then, um, we have around. I think we have two or three uh, ACO like directors or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got. I think the closest one is like 45 minutes away, so not horrible. Okay. okay yeah, I was just saying because for us. In Ohio, really, the I think the only ACO stuff is like Southern Ohio, like three hours away from us. So there's really yeah, like really no representation much. at all. It's all ACL stuff up here. So it's it's mm-hmm. definitely different. It's, it's it's hard for us to get to any of the events. I mean, we we would love to, but just haven't yet. Who will some someday soon? Who will? Um, right. What what college do you go to? Uh, Delta College. It's a local community college by where I live. Okay. What are, what are you studying? Uh, business management. All right. What's it? What's like the dream job besides cornhole professional? Actually, it's still got to do with cornhole. Okay. I plan or like a uh, a cornhole business. You know, like you know, great shots in uh, Detroit. They uh, mm-hmm. have like a cornhole facility where yeah. they run cornhole. But I'm thinking more like have it be like a bar, restaurant, and then cornhole attached to it. You know. Oh yeah. But, I mean, there's so definitely a market for it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it's uh, it's You're speaking everyone's language out in the cornhole world right now. Now, I I saw something on Facebook today that someone said that whole nine yards is back open now. Yeah, they I reopened. Think they, I think they figured out the shit. Uh, there might have been a maybe a change in ownership or something. Is that what it is? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I just saw. I thought because I think there was somebody made like a very vague post on like the ACL West Conference or something, or it could have been just some kind of red tape issue that yeah, they had to yeah, shut down for a minute and like 
figure it out. I mean, who knows? Interested. But, Interested. I don't know. I don't know. To we'll me, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody came in and bought it. And because, I mean, it is a pristine place. Yeah. Makes sense. One of the things we do on the show quite a bit is we do bag reviews. And I noticed, um, do you throw B3? Is that correct? You throw the Rangers? Uh, I throw more the Fatals. Okay. They got wizard type carpet, the herringbone. Okay. And then I throw the Coyotes and uh, Primes a lot as well. Okay. They're very, very well-made bags. So shout out to Andy because he he makes a killer bag. Yes, he does. 100%. We get to see him whenever we go to the TCL events because he handles all the, like, the live stream stuff. Super yeah, talented yeah. dude. Um, super funny. Oh yeah. Like yeah, I love his drag uh, yeah. humor. No, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Correct. And always a good time. So shout out to Andy. I saw that you're uh, sponsored by them. Who, who else are you sponsored by this year? Uh, I have go to bag company, which is, uh, my ACL bag company. Okay. Uh, I got ACL or level up portal, which is my apparel. Uh, I got all-star power washing, uh, quality jewelers, tri-city Cornell Ridge, Woody's. Uh, and Coldwell Banker. Hey, you got, Look at you, man. Getting Shit. after it. You got like, I mean, you had to count on two hands there for sponsors, and there's some people <laughs> out here who are struggling. So, what was the secret? Like, how do you, how did you go about like approaching like getting sponsorship money for the season to help support like travel costs and stuff? So, a couple of them are family. Okay, but the other ones, you know, I just told them. So instead of you know asking for stuff, what I like to do is I tell them what I can give them Yeah, because with sponsors, you know, they're not just going to want to give away money. You know, they're going to want to know what they're getting in return. So I just tell them, you know, I'll, I'll make posts for you. I'll promote your company. I'll sell stuff for you. Cause I'm a, I'm a pretty good salesman, you know? Okay. I sell good, set, good amount of sets of bags, apparel, uh, ridge sunglasses, stuff like that. Hell yeah. So, you know? Hell yeah. You got any sunglasses on you now? Sure do. <laughs> All right, we'll talk off there. <laughs> there you go. Making a sale without it. Look at that. Look at that. He's a good salesman. He's a good and just spot right into it. Oh yeah. Damn it. Didn't even see it coming. <laughs> so um, did you? So before, like, prior to like going like the pro cornhole route and stuff, did you grow up playing other sports? Uh yeah, I used to play a lot of uh, basketball was my main sport. Okay. I played uh, a little bit of football and a little bit of baseball. But then I found Cornell and I was like, man, this is pretty fun. Okay. So then I started a club at the high school and just did that. No shit. Last year. Yep. Is that club still going? It is. That's yeah, awesome. So the first year I did it was my, uh, my, my, actually my, my sophomore year, I thought about doing it. Okay. So I started getting going, thinking of like getting everything in, in the works. And then uh, junior years when I really kicked it off. First year we had like five five kids you know and then second year we really exploded with marketing and stuff like that putting up posters and uh we ended up getting i think the max we got was like 30 35 kids something like that that's good amount oh yeah and so now when i graduated i i told them i was like i'm not gonna be able to do it as much and so then they ended up saying they're like we still want to do it so we'll we'll take over we'll run it for you we got this sweet that's a cool like uh, it's a cool like legacy moment. You know what I mean? To, like that's something like you started is still going on. I mean, once so. it once it grows to the point they have their own cornhole facility, you better have your name plastered on the top. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dedicated <hope>. in memory <laughs> of. <laughs> Hopefully right. not in memory <laughs> of. <laughs> well, I mean, he, if he's not able to get back, right? You don't have to say in memory of. Though. You yeah, just say true. dedicated. <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> Memory sounds so much better, though. It makes it sound like more important. I mean, I guess. You can always uh-huh. tack on the memory, you know, after, like, post-mortem. Very true. <laughs> very true. Very He's true. a young man, Sean. He's yeah. got a long life to live. He's this not a very true. death's doorstep very like true. ourselves. All, All right, right, Dane. Let's is do it some, time? Yeah, let's do some fun random shit. All right, let's find ones that won't get us in trouble. Yeah, so Dane's going to ask us some random questions, so we're just going to off the cuff and just roll with them. All right, I like this one, actually. All right. <clears throat> Could you beat Tom Cruise in a fight? Could I beat Tom Cruise in a fight? No. You don't Man. think you could? Uh, You're kind of scrappy. You're wiry. You know, maybe, maybe. I'll give, I'll give it a maybe. Probably I mean, how tall are you? Yeah, you got to reach it. He's only like 5'2". Uh, 5'10". Five, five, uh, five, 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 right, you, you, got, you got seven inch reach have, on him. I have, huh? I have the reach on him. I could, I could probably take him. Can I ask you a very vital question right now? Yeah. How long is this fight lasting? Um, <laughs> Until you finish it, Sean. All right. <laughs> if it's a... <laughs> If it's a fa- if it's a quick fight, then I'm, I like my chances. I mean, can you end it quickly? That's that's really the question. <laughs> so. If you're able to get hold of him, like he, if he doesn't like run around good, for yeah, five minutes, you're like, God damn yeah, you, no, Tom He Cruise. looks like he's in pretty good Stop shape. Stop jumping off buildings. Get your ass over here already. <laughs> yeah, correct. That's that. Yeah. That's um, but yeah, if you come at me like a spider monkey, I would smash him to the ground. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah. I think I could take him. Kind of like uh, when you kick that dog in the face. Dude, I'm sorry if a dog attacks me, I'm gonna boot it in the fucking face. Yeah, we should so. probably put it in context. We were coming out of Dane's apartment in college. Like, I was picking like him I'm up. A dog beater. Like, <laughs> I know. I did it on purpose. And uh, uh, we're coming out of Dane's apartment in college, and we're walking towards my car. And right outside, we just closed the fucking door, and Dane's got his keys in his hand. And right outside my passenger side door is this fucking dog. And German like, Shepherd. Yeah, German Shepherd, big fucking dog. And we're like, okay. And we start, we take like maybe two steps forward, and this dog changes posture, hair goes up, like Shows teeth comes teeth, out, growls. and then just fucking starts coming at us. And now Dane had gotten attacked by a dog when he was like nine. That was in fourth grade. Nine, yeah, right. Yeah. Nine, ten, right around there. So all I hear him say is like, not again. And he had these big fucking boots on. <laughs> I just, and I, and I swear to God, I, <laughs> on my mom's life, all right. He kicks his dog under the chin and the dog does like a backflip and like just like lays on its side and like it's clearly dazed. And Dan, Dane's like, What's up, motherfucker? Yeah, <laughs> I found my hood streak real quick, you know. And we like, I'm like, Dane, get the fucking keys. So we like go back inside and then thank God, like the owner comes like jogging across. Dane's like, Get your fucking dog out of here. But that's why Dane. So yeah, yeah. if it was like that for Tom Cruise, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, one, one swift kick. Dunzo. Yep. All right, next up. Yep. Let's see. It. Next up. All right, it's not really inappropriate. Okay, I think it, I trust your judgment. Age appropriate. <laughs> Is there something that makes you automatically swipe right on Tinder? Oh, okay. Uh, I would say, you know, Ooh, automatically. A nice smile, pretty eyes, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, the eyes were the first thing. I was gonna say, like, I'm a sucker for like lighter color eyes. Yeah, the, the eyes are the boobs mm-hmm. of the face. Yeah, That's yeah, kind, yeah. I was gonna say eyes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's a good call. I really was thinking the same thing too. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I would, <laughs> maybe just Asian swipe. It'd be easier to go the eye. I had to go that route. Eat it. All right, Eat let's, it. let's get a little comedy in here. All right, <laughs> love you. My wife's a redhead. Um, all right. <laughs> This one doesn't apply to you. You're not old enough. We'll save that for us. Our, our older guests. Yes. 
All right. If you had if you had to have a theme song play every time you arrive somewhere, what would it be? Um, the champ is here. Can you sing it for us? Nope. <laughs> I'm thinking either Boondock Saints theme song or or one. the or the office. Either one. Boondock Saints though, like I kinda like it. I think I would go something like obnoxious, like maybe like Chumbawamba. Like (laughs) (laughs) I thought you I was taking it like theme song like from like shows and stuff like that. Like yeah, you can have that. I mean or maybe like here comes the boom, because it'd just be obnoxious. (laughs) Here comes the Yeah, every time you walk. (laughs) So dumb. I like so always have to have a camera on you. I like that. All right. All right, this is a good one. Would you switch lives with Tim Tebow if you still had to follow his rules about booze, sex, and going to church? Ooh. Man. No. <laughs> Was that too fast? It's like, hmm, no. <laughs> Did that take long for me? As I'm like, I'm gonna do and, a uh, I would second that. I would second that as well. He's a good looking dude. Good looking guy, but disgraced from the game of football, even though he won a playoff game. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want to answer. Yeah. I just yeah, don't want to it's a shot at you. I don't want to answer it too fast. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, I'm just gonna pause. How much money would it take for you to streak on the field in an NFL game? Sean, don't answer first. This one's on you. Um, uh, I'll go 100K. Just set me, you know, give me a good amount of money. Get me started. Because how much is it going to cost to get it, get out of jail? You know, how much? I mean, legal fees go, probably. You can get a GoFundMe yeah, go if you win me. the game. The Lions fans got you. you know <laughs> for I mean? sure, like you're good. Yeah. You'd be the good luck charm. That might become your weekly gig. You never exactly. know. So that's <laughs> that's man. We just completely spun that on its head. And that was uh, it. Could actually become very lucrative for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking way more money than 100k. Um, I mean, I figured a loan and legal fees to battle it. You're spending 30k. Oh I, yeah, I'm thinking like I want yeah. like I want like five million. Oh, you're going that high. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, I was going to say 500K. Yeah, 500K to a Now, if it was, like, a professional soccer match, like, overseas in England or something, I would do that for, like, maybe, like, 500 pounds. Because I know that they just kind of let you out. They don't really give a shit because it happens pretty much every match. So I might might be willing to do it there. But for, like, an NFL game or something, actually, I think I would appreciate more of a baseball game. Because it's so boring that you do something <laughs> exciting, everyone starts watching all of a sudden. So I think a baseball game would be kind of fun. How long do you think you would last on the field before you got tackled? So I would, I, I think I could last um, about until I was out of breath. So maybe all of like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to drag on though. No, no, I think I, I, think I would be okay. Oh, please. I, would, I would make it to center field. Brandon, you you strike me as somebody that could be around that field. Like it would take a while to wrangle oh, you. Oh yeah, up. I got I got at least I got at least forty five seconds in me. I'm oh easy, quarter. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking you got a good quarter mile in you before the catch. Yeah, I mean, I would, <laughs> oh, all right. So my my thought process is if I'm if I'm sitting on like third baseline, yeah, hop that fence real quick, run out. I'm hugging J Ram on the way by, 
And then I'm just sprinting to center. Are you field. hugging? Because that's kind of aggressive. Or are you just gonna go like fist bump or something? I mean, it depends on how you how we like. Because I mean, me. he's got a nasty cross too, like overhand right. We've seen it. Sean, he's so tiny though. That's if true. he tries it, I would just like underduck him and pick him up and carry him to center field with me. That's true. <laughs> All right. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think I'd try to just that'd be my goal. Okay. Let's touch grass in center field. I think it really depends on how fast of a get off do you get. Do you get a clean entrance on the field, like no cops like starting to grab you, and like it takes everyone a half a second? Because all it takes a half a second, you can be, you know, oh yeah, you a can. good bit on the field. But if they're like already chasing you on you, like you mess with the wrong dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like I mean, Robo cops. It's a long, it's a long row of steps you got to get down bare ass too yeah. before you hop that fence. But yeah, correct. Oh, that's my thing. Is are you already naked when you jump on, or are you stripping as you are on? the I field? I think maybe you run down in a trench coat, something real quick. That oh, you that's just pop okay, off. That's smart. You know, yeah, that's like, smart. It doesn't draw. Okay. I mean, you're, people are still going to look at you, but you never know. So I don't know if I trust your gauge. I'm not doing anything, that. I'm not doing right? that. I want to read it now. <laughs> <laughs> right? We'll bury that one. All right. All right. If there were, if there was stats available for every aspect of your life, what is one stat you would want to see? Say it again. If there were stats available for every aspect of your life. What's the one stat you would want to see? Ooh. For me, it's the amount of times I swear, like per word. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, give me my solid percentage. percentage. Yeah, that way I know, like, one. you know what I mean? Like, am I getting better or is today a fucking terrible day? <laughs> oh, shit, that's a tough one. Um, I would say. You a calorie tracker? Fuck that, no. I can do that now. I, I don't refuse want to. to. <laughs> um, amount of time that I spend, uh, I guess, you know, so-called being lazy, you know. No, that's a good like, one. Yeah, yeah. Like procrastination yeah. time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And I think if you really saw that in front of you, it might actually force you to change your ways. Like, wow, am I a piece of shit? I mean, it's, they yeah, do. I mean, it's, like, called, wow. it's called screen time. Your phone already tracks it for you. Like on the weekend, I find myself <laughs> all the time, like when my wife works, I'm like, God, I just want five minutes to yourself. Dude, you've had like five hours to yourself yeah. pretty much. Like just get up and do something, you piece of shit. Yeah. And seeing hard numbers in front of you might help. Very true. Very true. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe uh, for me, it might be. Percentage of notes hit in my car drive in. Because I love to just karaoke the shit out of my car when I'm cruising into work. So let me know how good I'm doing. I wish good, I'd have like the little like, day. but yeah, I wish I'd like, you know, a little like karaoke thing. On Try to be your high PlayStation. Score or Yeah, just have like a little bouncer thing that would just tell you everything. That'd be dope. So uh, one, of, one of our OG questions that we haven't asked people in a while, but I feel like just spur of the moment, why not? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, yeah. Boom! Wow. Another champion on my side. Let's wow. go. I just want to say you're in of, good company. Out of about a hundred guests, you're four now. No, I think I think that's number six now. Well, number six. But it, Abe, you know? I am thinking about it. I'm telling you, you're wrong. Matt so. guy's with us. That's all you need to know. <laughs> we got Matt guy on our side. Who? There you go. Yeah, we're good though. He's an ACO guy. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Pew, pew. Love you, Matt. Love you, Matt. Uh, that's good. It was. <laughs> we have one more here. Is it worthy? I don't know. I didn't look at it yet. All right. 
If you could eliminate one state's sports teams, pro and college, what state would it be? Oh, my God. This is tough. This is tough. Because you're from Michigan, and I'm trying to be nice. You don't want me to answer this. You want to say Ohio? (laughs) You don't want me to answer this. Okay. So he wants to go Ohio. Michigan is definitely a strong consideration. Pennsylvania is very much in consideration. consideration. Um, Indiana, just because why not? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Notre Dame is. Never. Um, Maybe Texas, because without sports, what do they have? That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so many people so buttered. Right uh, We're you, kidding. Texas. I'm We're just joking. Kidding. Good Lord. Uh, you have hats and stuff. Um, uh, California, just that could be fun. California could be fun, but I think they, they could got, get they along so just many. fine. I know. Well, that's, that's part of it, too. Um, yeah, if I'm being honest with myself. Ooh. Yeah, if I'm being honest with myself, it's got to be Pennsylvania. I'm going to go Michigan. Okay. All right. Uh, all well, right. if you, yeah, that just then. There I'm you good go. then. I got yeah. you. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. Sorry, we can also be friends. Fine. Oh, yeah. All right. It was a hypothetical. It was a hypothetical. <laughs> the so. only, I mean, the only thing I'm sad about losing would actually be the Detroit Lions. But the Tigers, yeah. fuck them. I oh. hate, I've always hated the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Um, then, I mean, obviously Michigan football as well. Yeah. Michigan State football as well. Um, they can all go suck an egg. Um, yeah, yeah. Shermerhorn. I hope you heard that. Um, <laughs> they, they, they do so. <laughs> that they do. Are you are you a Michigan fan? Or are you a Michigan State guy? Michigan State. Oh, good for you. All right. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's better than being Michigan. I fan, knew I'd so. cover the bases. There's right. only yeah. there's only two there. So smart. Very smart. So, all right. Well, hey, um, I want to thank you for hopping on, man. I know you had a busy weekend and you're. Uh, your way for travel. He said it had about like an eight hour commute today. So I appreciate you hopping on, taking the time to come on with us. Congratulations on your win. Um, we look forward to kind of following you along now. And then uh, any plans on, are you, are you happy where you're at now with ACO? Or are you going to try to qualify for ACL? Like, do you know what's going on in the future at all? Um, I plan to try to be able to qualify our game this year. Okay. I went last year and I was one game out. Okay. I lost. I lost one game in rounders to Trevor Brooks. Okay. And then lost my game to get into Matt Sorrell's. Okay. So, well, yeah, that's so that's good that's, company. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty good yeah, company, though. Good, company. That's, yeah. good yeah, name yeah, drops okay. there. Very solid. Well, good luck this season, man. Uh, we wish you the best, and we'll let everyone else go at home. We'll have you hang on just for a second. But as always, we hope you throw it straight. Ask nothing but four backers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. <laughs>